0: Ever ever two heels in a (laughs) face.
1: this call is being recorded
0: this call is being recorded i thought we were supposed to take you. i thought i told you to take that out you didn't take that out
1: you know i like hearing that sexy lady
0: <laughs> i do miss the uber conference uh, uh hold music can i say that hold the hold no? music yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah um i'm actually uh because you know uber conference at least is what we were using for years at work and we're moving to zoom so we're coming to the dark side yes
0: Um, (laughs) we've conformed as i've conformed as well conformity you guys were using
1: uber conference at work too right
0: we were yeah yeah it seems so many years ago even though it's probably like last year
1: (laughs) (sighs) but now i really like it but you know the whole world is using zoom so we're all zooming yeah we gotta comply with the world
0: yeah, we gotta we gotta be cool. We gotta fit in. Thanks for listening to this episode of T in a face wrestling podcast. On today's episode, Chris drinks um uh Michael Lobe Ultra. Chris, when you got home Sunday, did you I, I fall asleep at nine. I mean, I think that's pretty early for me.
1: But okay.
0: did you what like when you got home Sunday from the collective, did you just like fall asleep at your, your front doorstep after I left?
1: No, or? so when we got home, um uh, my sister or my mom were here. They were Apparently they were here to do a photo shoot because my sister um, does uh, photography for for kids for for schools. Okay. And like she rarely does this, but she brought the whole like setup to take pictures of Emma and Itzel for Christmas because she had to train in all the Christmas equipment. So. Oh wow, that's an early that, Christmas photo. Yeah. Did you so have to dress t- up in a sweater to get this photo? No, no, no. no it, was after just, it was just the girls. No. <laughs> I was not up for dressing up like nothing. Oh, five wrestling
0: shows, two trip, <laughs> two, two, three-hour trips, 15 seltzers, and you come home and you have to take a Christmas photo in the middle of October.
1: Yeah, no, it was just the girls and uh, even the dogs got pictures, but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, I just kind of had to move furniture to make space and it all worked out, but uh, yeah, no, so that took a while. And then just kind of getting ready for for Monday, getting a head start, even though, you know, there were there was no school on Monday. I still had a few things to to line up. Um, And and yeah, like I think I went to bed, like finally was able to take a shower, lay down and not think about anything else around 11 ish. Okay, yeah, that's not Um, it's not it wasn't bad. No. I honestly think though that I got more sleep over there in, in Indiana than I had all week, like in in a in a single night. Usually, on an average, I'm getting five hours of sleep, and I think we we slept a little longer than that.
0: Yeah, I mean, we slept until like maybe we started got started getting out of bed at eleven, but right, I think yeah, sounds about right. But we went to bed at four thirty, so we were. It felt like we were the last people up. In the entire uh, anyone who attended the, the clock of that day we couldn't find a friend we were all alone
1: <laughs> and then we couldn't find food in the morning yeah couldn't find food
0: in the morning <clears throat> couldn't find a friend to drink with i saw aj gray like lost in the hallways of the marriott east with some like really late t- late night takeout and i invited him for beers and he, he, I, he, I immediately frightened him because the man had, <laughs> the man had gone through like 17 matches at that point and then had like four more the next day and uh rightfully so he said no to us but still brought a tear to mind
1: i mean before we even talk about you know nighttime and you know sunday morning let's talk about just just getting there right like curveball that is eastern time and not central time we figured that out on the way there
0: it really shouldn't be a curveball i mean i've definitely traveled to indiana before but um I think it was just, like, I hadn't planned any sort of trip in so long, you know? I think yeah. it was just, like, rusty. Not that I'm a great planner to begin with, but it was just rusty, I think.
1: I mean, the the coordination, the tickets, the hotel was booked by you, so that worked out great. Yep. Um. Yeah, so, we, you know, we barely made it there. Uh, we made it a little, slightly late. We missed one match, because uh, our goal was to get there uh, for the Big Gay Brunch, Effie's Big Gay Brunch.
0: Yeah, this is on Saturday, so we missed all Friday. There is a, there's a a fightful did a fightful.com did a podcast where some guy literally breaks down every single match that happened this weekend.
1: Oh so, my! Did I, he break down at the end? He of the watched. Movie? He watched
0: every match. This man watched every match. Um, and uh, props to him for it was like an hour. Uh, I want to assume minutes. from home. Yeah, from home from home he watched every match it has
1: to be yeah more he can pace himself at that point
0: yeah he said he watched most of it live but not all of it so um he had a chill weekend but this is not the podcast for that this. this is gonna be this is gonna be our experience and we were mostly there saturday and then we saw one show sunday before we headed out um and we walked in during the still the big gay, the big day brunch but it was the second match it was the still life with apricots versus excuse me apricots in pears versus the dark sheet yeah and so yeah the venue itself unexpected right um not i guess it shouldn't have been that was
1: another thing i think i mentioned to you i'm like i thought this whole thing was going to be outside for some reason so did i i guess we just i never looked that. into what the collective itself the location where it wasn't going to be i'm like oh it's in indiana it's, it's that show that they run the outdoors
0: yeah, it's going to be at that like White Snake Park or whatever, right? And right. It was like Marion County Fairgrounds. I was like, okay, fairgrounds, that's outside. There's a ton of grassy space, which there was. But no, bro, we are in the Coliseum
1: right next to your arts and crafts, right next to your arts <laughs> and crafts,
0: <laughs> right next to the poultry, right next to the cat, or excuse me, in between arts and crafts and cattle. If you hit the poultry, you've gone too far.
1: I'm not going to lie like I, I had like second thoughts like oh shit it's indoors but you know let's go let's be safe. Yeah. But once you get there like the just the atmosphere of of having wrestling around you and you know with a crowd that's larger than 50 people or um you know like like I think I mentioned to you like the, just just hearing the pop of people live um was was a great great feeling to to experience all over again.
0: Yeah um orange cassidy's pop largest pop that ever popped during a quarantine um there was a surprise during effie's big gay brunch too it was a replacement for priscilla kelly who i think uh dealt with a uh family death over the weekend so uh prayers for her um at least i I think i saw something like that on twitter and um it was it ended up being marco stunt wrestling effie marco stunt was the surprise and i think that's the that's the song of the weekend, right? I mean his entry yeah. song. I mean, I was gonna tell you to probably put that at the beginning of this episode, so
1: that's that's yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a coin toss between, uh, between Marco Stott and Cassandro. And Cassandra
0: oh yeah, I would I actually have AJ Gre- AJ Gray's uh Waka Flocka Oh yeah stuck in my head because he, literally he came he was on every single show.
1: <laughs> like he yeah. is the Iron Man, and he still gets pumped with the song, which I think that's cool. Like at least he plays the part, like he's walking out and he's pumped, rapping the song, and I'm like, like that 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 has to be like that's part of the magic of picking the the right entrance music.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it is for sure. I th- yeah, I think that song is really good. That song can get you get you pumped, but um, yeah, you have to like your own song because you ha- you have to sing it on the way out. It was refreshing to hear Ethan Page's song again too, like that custom.
1: Oh on, yeah yeah cuz
0: I feel like when he's when they're it's the right when they're the north you know mm-hmm. they, they don't come out with his song and I really like his custom song so yeah um iron, or AJ Grey was definitely the iron man of the weekend the fightful podcast uh, apologies i don't know the guy's name who did it but he watched a lot of wrestling and he deserves uh your listen as well but um he so he called AJ Grey the MVP of the weekend so MVP or iron yeah. man whatever whatever you want to call him um you know, you could I mean I feel like Cassandra was in that running too, just from being himself. He wrestled like one match plus a clusterfuck, but still like his presence yeah. alone.
1: <laughs> like like his um his long robe and the way he like delicately like swings it around and knows what he's doing. It never gets like bunched up anywhere, no matter how many chairs he's true. going through. Like how he gets in the ring, like that thing is just flowing beautifully um there's so
0: much drip yeah. it's an insane amount of, like the just the, it was this wetness everywhere from all the drip like it was, him just, up. It, was, him up. it was insane um he held us all in the palm of his hand honestly um that that the effie's big gay brunch might have been the show of the weekend for me um it was i think it it was a it it things matter right it's our first show so we're super pumped but there is a lot of people there the crowd being there really helps um because there is loud pops and there is loud pops for like a surprise entrant and that for example you mentioned
1: you had mentioned marco stunt right he he did his appearance there the crowd popped and you know the next two shows where he shows up, it's a pop, but it's not the same as the first surprise.
0: No. No. It's
1: right.
0: Definitely not. It's definitely not. And um, I think that really helps out the show. I'm not saying you have to have a surprise entrant or someone who has a really cool, good good singable entrance music to have a good show, but I think it really effing helps. Um, and uh, Effie's Big Day Brunch had that. Joey Janela's Spring Break had that, which we'll get to. Um, but Effie's big gay brunch even had like drag. Um, and it was kind of cool to see like Effie put his own spin on it. you know, he had drag in the middle of the show. That was almost kind of like an intermission. It wasn't, I'm saying not the not the perform- drag performance itself, but it like it kind of it, it broke up the matches a little bit. Um, and uh, there was a twink gauntlet which was which featured multiple bears and um,
1: right.
0: a bear ended up getting rolled up for at the end by Devin Monroe, but it had a lot of a lot of different matches. Even Marco Stun Effie was very different because it, it involved gimmicky uh, um, dildos that squirted at you.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> and then the, the main event delivered, which is Cassandra and Sonny Kiss, I think it completely lived up to the hype. With matches like that, I'm afraid sometimes they won't live up to the hype, but I think this one delivered 100%. What do you yeah, think I mean, about the
1: show, man? I think you're right on. Like, just the fact that it was the first show, um, maybe that played into it. Um, you know, seeing a, a, lot, a lot of people that we were looking forward to seeing. Like, it, it was it was definitely, um, I'm not going to say the, the the best show of of the day, of the night, or whatever. But I definitely enjoyed it for, for what it was, because it was the first show. And I think if I, like, for example, if I had, I don't know, let, let's say Freelance was the first show of that day. Yeah. Like, I would have enjoyed it as much, you know? It's just I, I, a matter of placement.
0: It, it really is. It's a matter of timing. I wouldn't say that Effie's Big Gay Brunch had the best matches collectively. Pun. Um, mm-hmm. If you go to wrestletravel.org, by the way, they have all the results of every show. Shout out to them. Um, like, I think Freelance's matches in terms of in ring wrestling were better than Effie's Big Gay Brunch, but Effie's Big Gay Brunch, like, every match put a smile on your face in some way. Not necessarily for its as re- its wrestling, but just for like its entertainment value, if that makes sense.
1: And so rolled right into uh, Glory Pro. Yeah. Hey, just a heads up, I'm getting
0: a little bit of static when you talk. I don't know if that's like my internet oh. or if that's your microphone. Before we we'll record an entire we're episode, make some changes here. Maybe do a little um. tweaky tweaky tweak. Error, error, error. two heels and of face. We have some phone calls that we're going to get to. Maybe we should do those like in the middle. So people aren't waiting until the end um, to hear their voice? Or do we want to do them at the
1: end? No, we can definitely talk about that now. How's my uh, sound coming through now? It sounds better. Okay, cool. Yes, so uh, voicemails. So uh, we had the idea, you had the idea of... Of uh, and I think we had talked about this probably a year or two ago about a hotline and how do we accomplish that? We kind of
0: stole it from Juice Pro as well. I mean, I think they've been doing it for a while, yeah, they've been doing that for a while. Credit Mm -hmm. like we heard them do it, but then we forgot about it. But then over the weekend, we're like, oh, what if we did it? And then,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it had to to give me a couple years to really uh, technically figure that out and how can we accomplish it with the least uh, minimal uh, cost. And we accomplished that. So, uh, we actually got a few a few voicemails in here, which I'm gonna play. And let's start off with our good friend Val Capone.
2: Hey, dudes, it's Val Capone. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I didn't meet you for parking lot white claws or Modelo's. I was trying to be a quote unquote responsible lady on the mic. I didn't want to blow my voice up, but that being said, I'm also being responsible and isolating at home today. So I've been looking over everything. Um, I'm getting tested tomorrow morning. And I really feel like the whole experience is a great experience overall. I feel like the collective as a whole went really, really well. And everybody was safe and kind and supportive and polite and respectful. Um, I guess I just want to know, like, do you think that this kind of event should be an annual thing? away from WrestleMania or any of the other big pay-per-views that WWE helped <clears throat> pick on? Excuse me. Or do you think it's something that, like, really could only survive based off of, like, kick on another giant show? It was a very special set of circumstances for this weekend, but I am so excited that I was a part of it. And, um, I know this sounds weird. I'm finally going to eat that Mosella cookie because I have to say, off so I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> All right. I love you, dude. I can't
1: wait to talk wrestling with you again soon. Take care. Be safe. Be awesome. So that was Val Capone. <laughs> Thanks, Val. Yes, we forgot to talk about cookies. Uh, Modelo cookies were passed out all day Saturday, a couple on Sunday. And we still have some more, which uh, I'll be taking over to Milwaukee to Zello Pro. Yes, October 17th, Turner Hall Ballroom. Yeah, uh, the people were very receptive of the Modelo
0: cookies. I think everyone enjoyed them. Um, you know, we even gave one to Laney and we always, we always buy a model for Laney. Um, you know, that's part of, that's just what we do to, to celebrate her being a badass. and we yeah. gave her a model cookie too. So the tradition continued via cookie. <laughs>
1: right. Um, so bell makes a good point. Do you think they, the collective can stand on its own without having to be tied to a WrestleMania weekend? So I'm
0: biased. Um, but I'm going to say Yes. I'm going to say yes, especially um, because I think that there's still going to be like a very large appetite for live wrestling within the, probably the next year or so. Mm-hmm. Considering we were deprived of it for like almost a full year um, or like a half a year. And um, so I'm going to say yes. Also, I think there's just enough companies and enough talent to absolutely do both a spring and a fall um mega hub so i think there's enough appetite i think there's enough talent i think there's enough companies so i'm gonna say yes but also because i want it to happen as well <laughs>
1: <laughs> right no i definitely agree with you on that like the collective or an event like the collective does not need to be tied to to wrestlemania especially if things continue the way they are now i think it's it's cool that it happens. It's cool that it's, it's a limited amount of seats. It's not, you know, where you have to be with 60,000 people in, in, in one city um, all craving wrestling. So it's, it's a safe, good alternative. And I think that they're earning their, their stripes. Like they can take this. I want to say anywhere. It would be helpful
0: for the wrestlers themselves. You know, I don't know what would draw more you know, a crowd that's coming in for WrestleMania but also wants to see an indie show indie show or a crowd that just wants to go see an indie show because they like indie shows. Mm -hmm. I don't know what would draw more, but I think it I think it helps the wrestlers because more people are coming to see their shows instead of like missing some of their shows to go see NXT.
1: And now televised talent is being allowed to to go and work these shows, right? So if you didn't see them, like you don't have to see them at only WrestleMania like if you're thinking about Marco Stunt or you know wrestlers that are signed to AEW they they're they're able to go work elsewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um you know, you could definitely tell that there was a difference when Marco Stunt and Ju- and um Orange Cassidy came through the curtain that they're I mean these are guys that more people know better now because of AEW. So uh, right. there was that, that start effect guys. Yeah, not to leave out the impact guys, definitely not.
1: Right. Um, So we also have another call that's uh, actually going to lead into uh, what went on during Glory Pro for us. So I'm going to play that next. And that's coming from our friend Juice.
2: What's up, guys? It's your homie, The Juice, from The Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast. And I just want to know, wrestling is a buffet. Speaking of buffets, what the hell were you guys eating down there at The Collective? And also, what was your favorite event during the whole entire event of the Collective? What was your favorite match from the Collective? I'm sure there was many, but hey, that's what I want to know. Until next time, guys, wet I'm up. Wet I'm up.
0: <laughs> we, we will never match Juice's energy. If you want a, a podcast that wakes your ass up in the morning, you need to go listen to Juice Pro Wrestling because we recording at seven 30 at night and we're usually like kind of sleepy and making just like awful jokes. that don't make sense, but I feel like juice like zaps just zaps you full of energy when you listen to him. That was an example.
1: Exactly. So what was, what was on the menu, Charlie? Well,
0: I have to first apologize to glory pro and, uh, and especially I wanted to see the SOD tag team match, but uh, old girl Wendy's was calling <laughs> and we need we needed a we needed a we needed some food. We were up early. I stayed up at Chris's late the night before and watched the season finale of The Boys. Um, so I was tired. I needed some energy. We needed some food. I started
1: episode one of The Boys today.
0: Oh, what did you think?
1: Yes, it starts a little dark, um, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of worse. felt like I was uh, <laughs> I was ready for it. So um, yeah, it's I mean it's just episode one, so.
0: Cool. I think you're going to really like it. Um, I won't get into that, that spiel. You, you heard my spiel on why it's good. Um, right. Yeah, Wendy's was on the menu, and then uh, we had some uh, uh, we... Uh, we scarfed down some food before freelance. Do you remember that at that one uh, stand where that yeah. guy exploded on all his coworkers?
1: <laughs> the yeah, the funnel, the funnel cake shop that didn't sell funnel cakes.
0: Yes, the funnel cake shop that didn't sell funnel cakes. But that was like pretty bad food. It was just like we just needed like something, something. Right? Yeah. How were those nachos? Uh,
1: I mean, they tasted great. I hadn't had nachos in forever, so okay. Like anything I, I took that back. weekend was 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 great, dude. For the, me.
0: The tacos on Sunday brought me to life, bro. So this is like a whole day. Yeah, I
1: was not I was not expecting them to be that good. I'm like, I'll just eat something so my stomach's not empty. But but once I had the first bite, I was like, okay, I see you, senora, in the back. <laughs> <laughs> there were these tacos
0: on Sunday. We were we were pretty tired, fairly hung over, not to the point where we like had headaches, but we were just exhausted. And then we had a couple of these tacos. I mean, they did cheese and lettuce on. They were chicken tacos with cheese and lettuce. So mm-hmm. cheese and lettuce, you know, I usually prefer, believe it or not, I mean, even me being a white guy, you got to go onions and cilantro. It's the authentic way. It's just the best tasting way.
1: And the fact that there were chicken tacos had also like told me that they were going to have che- like, cheese and lettuce for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good point. If it was pastor, I would never yeah, put pastore,
1: cheese or whatever, you know, like, yeah, yeah. but um. But, you know, as I told you, like she, you know, you know fried the tortillas like that's that's a you did a, say that a cool little trick. Like it, they're going to taste 10 times better if you dip that tortilla in, in hot oil for a little bit, um, especially, you know, after a night of drinking that that tasted great.
0: Yeah, they literally re- revitalized me, those tacos. Uh, it was like drinking a health potion in Dungeons and Dragons. So uh, a, <laughs> a, a hefty health potion. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't think we ate anything else. I mean, we ate some like stuff from like the gas stations, right? To halt to, but it was I, we mostly just drank.
1: Yeah, we mostly drank. Like there was not a lot of food. <laughs> um, you know, we had a couple uh, cookies ourselves, but oh yeah, yeah. I had a
0: couple cookies. But yeah, thanks for calling in, Juice. Thanks for calling in, Val. Uh, let's talk about Glory Pro, and we had one more caller who we'll get to. Yeah, like I said, unfortunately, we missed. Some of these matches like um but what we did see was great. Um we saw the the North destroy Blake C- Christian did, yeah. and Alex Zane. That was awesome. Um
1: and, and then I think we made it back in time for the main event.
0: Uh yes, did we see anything else? No I
2: don't think
1: so. D- no, we didn't because <laughs> we, we went back because the, the thing is that yeah we were in search for food but we had uber did we Ubered no we it saw there.
0: we saw hakeem zane and kylie ray we saw that match for sure oh that's
1: right yes 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 okay you're right
0: because yeah i remember hakeem zane what was he saying to the crowd he was like oh god you was saying something so deprecating to kylie i believe kylie's very protective of that snack pack super mm-hmm. protective do not mess with that So, yeah, I think we saw a couple of matches and then we had to we had to tap out. We had to submit, but we did see the the main event.
1: Yeah. Like that was the thing, though, like we we took an Uber there uh, from the hotel. We took an Uber to the venue because we didn't know what the parking situation was going to be like. So when we wanted to get food, we're like, let's just go back, get my car. We'll drive to somewhere. Um, So it took us a little longer than it would normally uh, had taken us to get to Wendy's. It's not like it's not like Basil was driving out, you know, 15 minutes for Chick-fil-A.
0: Yeah, Basil went 30 minutes round trip for some Chick Fil A. Let it be known. So if
1: you, I mean, can't blame him, but I'm like, I also wanted to get back to wrestling. And that could you could
0: either be making fun of us for saying that, or you could be making fun of him. Whatever side you're on. I mean, Chick Fil A is great, but I don't know if I would drive that far for it. But hey, you know, to each their own. But we're gonna we're gonna put that out in the atmosphere, and we're gonna see what happens. (laughs) So if that comes back to us,
1: well, I'll I'll accept it. Um, (laughs) Just thinking about Chick Fil A makes me hungry all over again now. After that, we had the the massive, yeah. big O event of Janela's Spring Break. For-
0: can I say a pre- can I say a preference for me really quick? I yeah, I want to say that I wrestling is a buffet. You can prefer one thing or the other. I did not prefer. I didn't. I think ACH's both of his matches were like in terms of like they were like both car crashes. Him and AJ Gray in the uh, the Glory Pro main event. And then him and Leo Rush at Joey Janela's spring break. They were both car crashes, but I felt like it was just like, move, 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 move. Like it was just boom, 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 boom. And there wasn't like a pause or a break in the match to like address the crowd and like acknowledge the story and like, kind of like feel all was going on that I felt like, I felt like, like, I don't remember any of those matches. Cause it was just like a flash, a flash of moves. Um, and
1: well, there was get, definitely, like, I think yeah. at that point also some wrestling fatigue.
0: Yeah, probably a little wrestling fatigue as well. But, yeah, I I just want to point out, like, a, I, I, it's just a preference thing. I'm not saying that I've enjoyed ACH's matches 100% in the past. But I think that the matches that, like, kind of slowed it down a little bit and took, not that you didn't have to have crazy moves in there, but, like, the ones that kind of, like, went up and then down a little bit and every, and like they took a break they they did some they pl- did some kind of character thing and they came back and then went back up like those are the mm-hmm. matches i think that i just enjoyed a little more this weekend i think because i mean they were just like easier to follow because of wrestling fatigue you know the ones sure. that like took a second i don't know that's just a preference i followed up a negative well, with a positive but wrestling's well, a buffet the match
1: that took a lot of seconds was a clusterfuck i don't even know how um, to explain this match dude, i mean it was, it was a clusterfuck like literally that's what it was perfect name it has the perfect um, name i was trying to see if there's a or if you know the length of the clusterfuck like time wise it was I'm not over even an hour how many participants it was over an
0: hour i know for that for a fact cuz i remember someone it was over an that. hour i remember someone saying that in the parking lot cuz we tailgated in between Janelle, spring break and freelance i'm pretty sure someone said it was I over mean, in between
1: hour. every show or drinking in the parking well, that's lot true. so um yeah. but yeah like like i just remember as i mean because for a while like i i was asking i was trying to like understand the clusterfuck right i'm like oh is it every 30 seconds that we get a new participant no <laughs> is it every two minutes i'm like wait we just watched these guys go at it for a while we haven't seen anybody is it over i'm like oh wait uh, wait Nate know, Web is selling. <laughs> right <laughs>
0: Wait, the Uh, Invisible Man? Did I think the Invisible Man just got eliminated by a doll? Oh, okay.
1: We're we're piecing it
0: together. We're asking each other questions. We're piecing it together. We're pointing out who is. Our our minds
1: were a (laughs) clusterfuck trying to figure out the clusterfuck. Yeah, Um, and trust me, I I love some comedy wrestling. Like there were some good comedy spots in here, Uh, and I think it's the sign for that to have you know craziness happen. Like you had the Invisible Man. Like how crazier can you get? Um, but you also had the the rules with no rules of people jumping off the third rope and, you know, onto the outside, but they weren't eliminated. Uh, you had the Walmart guys come out and, and do a spot and get eliminated. But then they came back again and <laughs> with the table to do another spot. So I was like, wait, I thought they were already eliminated. <laughs> well, they're still eliminated, but they just wanted to come and come out and do one more thing. I don't know.
0: We need like, we just need someone who's just like, who's like standing next to uh, who's standing next to like a whiteboard, like, like let's get Chico to stand next to a whiteboard and, or like anyone, anyone, and just like cross out names as they're eliminated. So we can like help keep track. We need like a spreadsheet. Like someone has to be updating the spreadsheet and just play, and just use like a, you know, a TV or something and just like project it so everyone in the stadium can see <laughs> people being crossed off. That was the only way you knew who was in or out.
1: Yeah, that was, that was that was that was something else. Um it definitely took a toll on my uh wrestling stamina, sanity um, as well. Insanity, <laughs> yeah, like uh we had definitely to we we stepped out uh for a little bit after that one just to kind of get some fresh air. Uh it made me take off my shirt because I had a long sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> um I just needed to to air out. I I I I did not know what to do after that match upcoming we do have freelance but before we go on to freelance do you want me to play the next no i want
0: to talk a little bit about
1: go i want to talk a little bit about
0: that the, the G- joey although if wrestling is a buffet which it is joey Janela's spring break was the most buffet
1: oh yeah you had a lot to show. choose from
0: because you had a absolute wrestling cl- clinic with jonathan gresham and lee moriarty Um you had an absolute heel fest, which when Orange Cassidy wrestled Ricky Shane Page, which was this that that match that and I think that match probably Cassandra versus Sonny and then maybe Janela versus Ricky Morton and then maybe Kylie versus Josh Alexander. I think I would put those four, okay. those four in, in a bracket for match of the day. Um, and those four had a ton of storytelling. I, I thought um, the Shane Page is so good at being just this chotch that you just like want to strangle, but you can't do it. And like he's so good at that at this current role with four, 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 my, four. My four
1: prediction oh. what, for Ricky Shane Page was that he was going to go up against Delena Black
0: for, for music white, rights.
1: For music rights, absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's still got to happen, and they both come out to the same song. Like the oh, song yeah. just doesn't stop. So it's like and, one person comes out. And then, out then
1: and... whenever one of them wins that song plays and then they get confused as to who won. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just want to say that, um, every... yeah, I definitely enjoyed the Ricky Morn one. Yeah. Yeah. And I forgot to talk about that one. It felt
0: like Ricky Morn and Joey Janela, like every spot pop the crowd and same with orange Cassidy and Ricochet page, like every single spot pop the crowd. Um, and then this ended with a death match that we didn't even see because we literally we you had to take your shirt off. I had to breathe because the clusterfuck <laughs> like fucked me up. Cluster fucked me up. And uh but this was the I want to say that this was the ultimate this was the ultimate buffet show of the weekend because so many unique different matches were on here. You had technical, you had a death match, you had a clusterfuck, you had um just yeah, the triple threat um and an awesome tag match so it was like every type of match you could ask for a legend that's all i wanted to say and then we can get it to the next to the next call
1: all right well let's get on to the next call we got a good friend of ours here the real fan bro
2: hey what's up guys this is tim aka the real fan bro uh my question for you guys is what was your favorite show of the weekend tim
0: tim is tim is the man thanks for calling in tim um shit i don't know man i obviously my bias is leaning me towards freelance a little bit but i think i'd have to put i don't know what do you think
1: so for me it's it's positioning right and and how we felt during the during the matches of course we were there for freelance freelance brought us out there freelance was a draw but getting in there and just experiencing the the craziness of the gay brunch yeah i gotta say it was the gay brunch for me I can't go back on what I said
0: earlier, and I'm pretty sure I thought that was my favorite. And I think timing played a lot into it. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we love freelance. We'll always love freelance. And we're so proud that they came and represented. And uh, all the people worked extremely hard. Uh, It was all hands effort. But yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to say I have to say Effie's Big Gay Brunch. I think it was just the perfect start to our day.
1: Yeah, we're sticking with that. And again, not to say that the other shows weren't good or whatever. It's, it's, It's a buffet. We were picking and choosing for sure. And uh, yeah, Saturday was an overall great day. But we mentioned freelance, so let's talk about freelance. cs Velasquez opened against Lee Moriarty. I-, I I wanted that match to be a little further in the card, okay? Just so I could get uh, maybe the the scramble or something to to get me into the freelance mode to wet your palate. Mm-hmm. This has been I feel like this has been a trend with isaiah lately. Let's put
0: him against uh, someone also really talented. That he hasn't wrestled before and mm-hmm. put him on and put him first. I can't say that it's like not a smart recipe because it is. But I think it maybe traditionally a scramble would have been like a little bit more like you know traditional freelance. I mean, it was what Isaiah's kind of has been doing now for some time, which is one one on one singles where he thrives because he can hold a singles match with anyone because he's that damn good um and I think the, the, someone the, new. the
1: thinking the thinking behind putting him up front is he's the ace of freelance right like let's get this crowd hyped let's get them pumped up yeah so carrying it's that true. on his shoulders at a you know twelve thirty show i think that was the thinking behind that he's almost like a gatekeeper litmus
0: test in a way not necessarily like because i think that that connotation can be taken negatively but he's just mm-hmm. like Okay, you want to be on a freelance card, and you're a talented dude. Can you wrestle Isaiah Velasquez? Because Isaiah Velasquez can can f and wrestle. So if you want to be on a card going forward, like let's see what you what you got against him. Because there's like no one he can have a bad match with. So it was kind of no. just it seems like he's used in that way a little bit. But it, for the for our entertainment.
1: Right, I mean, and obviously we might be biased, or just because we're in Chicago and we go to freelance every month, well, whenever they were running, um, and we are huge fans of Isaiah's. Like when you would think about, like, who was that gatekeeper into the Indies? And I don't think Isaiah's is at that level, just because the, he hasn't had that exposure. But I mean, in one way or another, I want to say it's like like Chris Hero. Was yeah, at what point? I knew
0: you were gonna say that, and I agree, hundred percent.
1: You know, like. Like he is the he's the one that's going to put you to the test, no matter what style you wrestle.
0: Yeah, that's a better way of putting it. Like, and Isaiah is a trainer, so mm-hmm. people who come in to a card where they're new, which is Lee for a freelance card, he's new to a freelance yeah, yeah, yeah. card. Um, you know, the trainer is going to put you to the test. That's what he did.
1: Which other match do you want to talk about at this card? The. <laughs>
0: There was a viral GIF. Oh, So we we forgot to mention the viral GIF of Trevor Arla shooting himself. <laughs> and then the nuts with the confetti cannon. I just wanted to give a shout out to that because that tweet is embedded in here, but back to the freelance card. Um, I felt robbed that Effie is no longer a freelance legacy championship. I feel like someone stole my Halloween candy bag and I'm just in like kind of a sour mood about it. You know, I, I, I hope Effie keeps coming to show to freelance shows in the future, and I'm sure he will. But he just it just felt right with him having that belt, and now it was stolen by a clown. Two clowns, actually.
1: The legacy of the legacy championship belt, right, was eye candy, Effie, and now it's in the hands of a clown. So
0: two clowns. They're both clowns, in my opinion. Just kidding. Uh they're both good at what they do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I think Robert, if there's anyone who can create a legacy for the legacy championship it's definitely robert ego anthony and frank the clown but it's just like ah it's just one of those baby faces you always want to win and it felt like you know mm, there's it's just like uh, theatrically and storyline wise i think it left like a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth you know because i wanted yeah. you want the baby face to win and and so you just i'm usually a fan of baby faces but in this case you just is one of those ones where I wanted the Bay Face to really win, and he didn't pull it out. So
1: the Freelance Underground Independent Championship match, sponsored by Two Heels and a Face.
0: What up? We our, our logo was on a banner. I think I took some photos of it. Oh boy, uh, I hope I did. I know I put something on our story, but obviously that goes away. I
1: posted to to
0: Instagram. Oh RV. yeah, you did. You did. Okay, I'm just well, going. We sorry, we're going we were on the phone.
1: poster. I don't know. I, I think we were also in the lower third of that match. I think through fight. Not sure. I know uh, Val said that she had done the plug for us uh, during that match, so appreciate that. Now I gotta go check it out. And I mean, I think this match delivered again. It's it's a tough spot because it was a really late night show. But I, I thought the crowd was was behind behind Lainey and and the people that wanted to see Faye got Faye Jackson and and they got they got what people wanted. Give me what I want. Yeah, this match was like a, it was a two hour show start to finish, but it was
0: because spring break ran late. It went from like 1230 to like, what, 230? Yeah, we're getting towards the end of the card here. But honestly, the last final two matches were I think the best two of the night on this card. And that was Shane Mercer defeating Ethan Page and Colby Carino. Ethan Page, just the little, honestly, when I talk about like slowing down a match and doing a character thing, Ethan Page does that. All the time. He never forgets to work in his character ever. He has never once forgotten to work it in since I have watched him wrestle. It's all legal. He st- he, he even before the bell rings, he always makes sure to say something before the bell rings. Like even in. Uh, oh, God. What was even a black label pro black label pro? He wrestled. He, oh, he made sure to like say something. Remember when like um what's it? J.D. Drake threw that towel at him at black label yeah. pro like uh Ethan Page during this show. He said, are we ready to wrestle at 2 a.m.? Like he, and that's just like him being himself. Like he never forgets to work in he never forgets that being like a character and a story is part of this as well. Like, it's not always just, I sound like a, probably a grouch when I'm saying this, but it's not always just cool moves. Cool moves are cool. I love cool moves. I love Lucha. I love flippy shit, but it's not just that you know right. and, and, and that's when why a match Pentagon can have like Pentagon, right like he yeah. can do the
1: cool moves but it's all character like ego it's it's all character like he 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 knows how to wrestle he knows how to deliver in the ring but but what takes him, what makes him stand out is that that he carries the character everywhere he goes He um, he doesn't yeah. stop talking he doesn't stop you know making those funny remarks and he
0: never shuts it off it's it's so yeah. like it is like a thing i wish people did did the mirrors more of like warhorse and and house and have outlandish characters but they never shut them off either they're always in right. character i think when they have very strongly defined characters so when you know the character template and you know this is what i'm going to do in this situation because this is what ethan page does in this situation not what julian does but what ethan page mm-hmm. does then you just go into that every single time and i think they're i would like to see more of that on the indies honestly like a really well rounded well defined character who you is you know he's going he or she is going to act a certain way in a certain situation and then do that in the middle of a match even while moves are happening you know i think mm-hmm. that would be like a a way to just tell more stories okay i'll get off my soapbox now i feel like that was mostly positive was no mostly it, positive? it
1: was i mean cuz that, okay. that also like translates over to why kylie ray and josh alexander main evented this show like again josh alexander is a walking weapon from the moment he walks through that curtain Right. And, and displays that, you know, in the ring, Kyla Ray being the lovable uh, baby face uh, with still showing, you know, towards the end that that obsession she has with the freelance title, um, you mm-hmm. know, subtle hints of that. But right. but again, it's all that character development that, that that's happening. Right. And still not forgetting that even though we hadn't had freelance in so many months, that's still, you know, a very small thread in, you know, in the storyline there.
0: Yeah, like I like I said, I talk about the matches I liked. They took a second to stop and do something character-wise. Mm-hmm. Kylie Ray rolling out of the ring, first of all, guarding the bat, the snack pack. That's a character thing. Rolling out of the ring, putting on her own earmuffs, her own wrestling earmuffs, emerging from the other side of the ring to reveal those earmuffs, rolling back into the ring, <laughs> pushing wanting- earmuffs. <laughs> yeah yes pushing uh josh alexander and saying what you want to wrestle you want to wrestle <laughs> like that is all character and they she got her ass kicked the first half of that match because they were telling a story which is a really good intergender story to tell it doesn't always have to be this way but when you have josh alexander in the ring you can tell the story of the woman is not as strong as him but the woman does not give up you can tell that story that's the and story they completely told
1: completely different but is a sim- similar story again back to ethan page and kyla ray they yeah. both told the same story if you want to say the same story but it felt different they presented it differently yeah with their own characters
0: yeah exactly that's a, a exact point they didn't just kylie and josh didn't just mimic kylie and ethan they they t- they they took that story and just made their own version of it um it wasn't it wasn't a copy and paste plagiarism you know it right. was a. Hey, I'm going to paste a paragraph in here, but now I'm going to put in my own words, plagiarism. (laughs) You know, we've all been through English class and got by with a little plagiarism here and there. We're all human. Um, But uh, no, they made it their own. They made it unique. And they took time to just like chill out. Once again, chill out on the moves for a second and just be like, we're also these characters. Let's Let's just take like 30 seconds to play into that. And then we can just go back into the ass kicking which is great stuff too
1: so uh you know josh alexander also kind of you know being that that standout wrestler he goes ahead and and, and performs another um intergender match the following day at the blp show and and really like putting a big spotlight um and you're gonna have to help me out with her name because i didn't know her prior to this match like uh i i guess i'll i guess i'll bail you out this is your one bailout for the podcast that's all <laughs> i need legit layla hirsch layla hirsch yeah yeah like, uh on our way back we did a quick instagram uh live and we were talking to d-ray he asked us who was that standout for you and for me it was her it was layla hirsch yeah Like the wrestler that i didn't know much about if anything and no, I didn't know anything just, about her. I didn't right. even know.
0: Like I, I saw her, her promo pick only. And I didn't know she was her stature or like what her style. Right, was. I
1: recognized her, her promo pick. Cause I, yeah. I think I've seen her in other posters, but never seen her work. And she left me wanting to see more.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Josh Alexander t- proved that he, I mean, he can wrestle anyone now, male or female or just any anyone he, he can really wrestle them and do it in a way that is meaningful um i think that's what he showed with both of those matches they were like they might did that one open up black label pro too or no we we had came, we come in a little late for that didn't we
1: yeah i think we were walking in when when that match was just starting okay um Oh, is that not on? Oh, that one's I don't on think on that's here. not on this.
0: Card. Oh, rustletravel.org You did not post the results of Black <laughs> Level Pro. What is going on there, guys? I'm just kidding. It's this has been super helpful. Um, but yeah, threat level noon. We gotta find the results of that now. Uh but that was my I think that was my favorite match of threat level noon was Josh Alexander versus legit Layla Hirsch. Um, I'm sort of sour the best he's lost a little sour about that. That was kind of right, the same right. feeling as Effie where like you, your favorite kind of loses and you can't do anything about it. Um, So I was a little sour at that one.
1: The one that I, according to this, the one that opened up was Alex Shelley defeating Anthony Henry. And I think we did, we walked in at that, at that match.
0: Yes. Okay. Um No, did we? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I want to also say that, a lot of people said that for the culture was one of their favorite shows. And that is the one we, oh, that, right, that one was a I Friday night one, yeah, one, right? Yeah. That's the one I was kind of, I wish it was on like a different day um, just because of, of how the way our schedules work out, but that's one mm-hmm. I probably want to go back and watch, but I think a lot of people were picking that I saw on Twitter as their favorite show of the weekend. So I just want to point that out that that is one you should definitely check out. That's just not one we saw. So we're biased to what we saw with right. our, our own <laughs> eyes.
1: Uh, stunt doubles defeated uh, Gaytanic Panic, which that's then House and an Effie. Okay. I think he just got his
0: ass kicked the whole weekend. I love <laughs> yeah. It.
1: A lot of uh, Marco Stunt getting tossed around. Kyler Ray was not able to be there, but she was replaced by Billy Starks against uh, Killer Kelly. Yeah. Do you know a lot about Billy Starks? I feel like I should know. After this weekend, I feel like I should know more about her. No, but I know
0: why people like her. Because she definitely lights up that ring. So I
2: know that everyone yeah, was like very all, high all on the, her.
1: The the um there was this specific logo shirt, BSC or BS something? BSB. Is it BSB? Yeah. Okay. Like I was wondering like what where's that shirt from? Is it a playoff of something or is that her original design? It says her
0: Big Starks brand. I believe it's her <laughs> So I don't know the relationship either between her and Mouse the photographer, but um, okay, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to sound stupid, and I don't know. But I, I yeah. believe that's no. His I shirt. don't know either. Yeah, I believe that's his shirt.
1: Okay. So um,
0: yeah, thanks for asking me a question. I don't know, and making me sound real dumb.
1: Listen, bro. I'm asking because I don't know either. So <laughs> if somebody's gonna hate tweet us. that's You can fine, just cut this whole, whole part out. <laughs> As long as I get the information I need, like, yeah, you could you could talk shit to me. I won't edit you because you're not leaving a voicemail. This is the is this the first time where you see Airwolf and Angel Dorado taking off their mask at the entrance? Because I know I've mentioned that before and you hadn't seen that.
0: Yeah, you did mention that to me. And that's I mean, that's even his Twitter avatar now. So
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: it's a th- I mean, these are good looking. These are good looking dudes, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Their masks are now kind of not not wearing them in the ring, but I think they I think it makes them I don't know, I think they still look pretty cool even without them. So I don't know if that's a a part of your Lucha-ness dies when that happens. But <laughs> once again, you don't have to be a luchador and wear a mask. But right, right. You know, I think they would consider themselves of the lucha style.
1: Jake something and Warhorse the the fact that uh, Jake something was making those dives to the outside over the top rope onto warhorse i'm like that man's just gonna squash him on the floor and the cement that meant something i don't know <laughs> that meant something
0: that meant something but he can't dive over the top rope we witnessed him multiple times it was it was it was insane and then gary jay comes out with the belt the belt that was stolen yes mm-hmm. from warhorse the independent tv championship and that feud just continues. I don't know if they ever had a feud when it was Warhorse versus Gary J as opposed to Jake Parnell versus Gary J, but that is like
1: oh, okay. that's, that's the fight,
0: the fight forever feud. That's the Kevin Owens of Sami Zayn is like these guys are just destined to do it forever, and it kind of has re-sparked. And that's how it ended, I think.
1: Yeah, that was that was the, the the main event for Black Label Pro. Overall, man, like I yeah, there was a lot of wrestling, but I I, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm willing to 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 do it again, um, but maybe next year.
2: I'm super glad we
0: went. You didn't get sick of me that much, did you? You weren't sick of no, me. No, yet, but at time all. Was over.
1: Okay. I mean, as long as we're drinking and watching wrestling, who can get sick of that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was uh, there were some good times. There were some times that dragged. There were some times that were felt long. There were some times where we really needed food, but most of <laughs> all, there was a lot of good times. It was cool hanging out with Pack. I felt like we drank the most with Pack. so shout out to Pack and Tree and some other people for like the what so I felt like we drank the most beers with. Oh, and Rad,
1: um, Rad, yeah, Rad was there.
0: So that was kind of our drinking crew. So I appreciate them hanging out with us in between shows, um, and I appreciate everyone's hard effort to, to to put something on like that. Man, it's just like so much so much effort for really just the love of wrestling, and not not a ton of other other reward besides that. I'm assuming. I mean, assuming the wrestlers got paid and stuff, but. Everyone, everyone gets paid to some extent, but I'm saying, like, most of it is just for the love of wrestling, man.
1: The Freelance Academy, you know. The
0: freelance Academy probably didn't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they did, but.
1: Well, I, whether they got paid or not, like, I just appreciate their their work. Yeah, like, exactly. They were there throughout the whole weekend, cleaning, sanitizing, making sure that people were being assisted. Um, as far as I knew, they were, you know, either putting up the ring, turning down the ring. Uh, they were just all over the collective, just being supportive and helpful.
0: They were super supportive and helpful. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Trevor Outlaw, I think is starting to go fund me to get uh, one of his left, <laughs> his left, not replaced. So we'll probably be donating to that. Um, So definitely check out the link in the description for that. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it was, I, I, I mean, I have like, there's just people on Twitter all day saying good things about each other. And it just like brings a super smile to my face. Cause it was definitely a success. And I don't think there's been any, like at least not that I've heard of, like, you know, it seemed everyone stayed safe as well. I felt like wrestlers would maybe come out if they contracted the virus, but everyone seems to be getting all the people who are going to be in a locker room and within the next couple of weeks are getting tested. So
1: it was a good time. It was, it was lots of fun. And, you know, on to the next show, I guess, uh, for for our two heels on a face, uh, it will be Cello Pro in Milwaukee, Turner Hall. After that, maybe some AAW. But, yeah, we just, you know, we got to keep an eye out. Uh, wrestling shows that are happening in Chicago. I know Gali's also running shows. So as long as everybody stays safe, um, you know, wrestling will will keep on keeping on.
0: Yeah, wrestling rose from the dead like The Undertaker this weekend. and <laughs> but no it was so much fun i'm really glad we went thanks for driving and uh yeah i hope someone who didn't get to go is listening enjoyed this podcast
1: you can always check out replays on fight tv but if you want to you know catch uh some of charlie's tweets as he is mainly the one tweeting out of two heels in a face on twitter late night follow
0: us there 4 a.m tweets begging someone to drink with us if you (laughs) want to see those
1: of uh, desperate tweets for
0: friends. That's that's where you can follow us to Yo's in the face.
1: You can definitely check us out on Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh you can check out our website to heelsinterface.com, uh where we post articles in every episode. And now we have a hotline. So if you want to you know dial up and, and leave a voicemail, uh like Val, uh the real FanBro and Juice, you can always dial 872 222
0: 7661.
1: 872 222 7661. 872 222 7661. That's right. That's the two heels and face hotline. Leave us your hot takes. And Charlie, where can people uh find our episodes, subscribe, rate, review? Spotify.
0: Just Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio um daily motion is probably our biggest platform um but yeah the, one of those places
1: all right well make sure your hashtag viva le chico
0: hashtag viva La chico
2: At first I was afraid i was petrified kept thinking I could never live without you by my side but then I spent so many nights